up everybody it's your boy little fat mushy tove representing the wcis we can inspire someone opp only promote positivity welcome to the sixth episode of the wcis community podcast as usual we got waterbed have hunkered down on the island bringing it via satellite what up have what's up everybody welcome to the show once again and right here next to me we got uncle deep v in the building what up uncle deep v yo 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 what's good people all right. Thank you uh, for everyone for supporting the podcast. Uh, make sure that you uh, continue to support. Tell everybody about the podcast. You know, you probably at the house, don't have much to do. Go to Spotify and check out the WCIS podcast. All right. We got a really good subject to talk about. Great topic. We talking about long, long time ago, back in the days. All the things that you missed from back in the days that you wish was still prominent and prevalent here in 2020. Lord, just take us back to six months ago. <laughs> you know, but we're going to we're going to reminisce about back in the days and just how different, how much better or in some cases, maybe how it was worse, you know. So uh, waterbed have. We're going to throw it to you first, Hev. All right? What do you miss from back in the days? What were some of your favorite memories and moments growing up as a child? And uh, what question do you have for me and Eric to start the podcast off tonight, bro? Cool. Um, I got to say, one of the things I miss about back in the days, you just show up at your friend's house and, like, leave your bike outside and, like, just go to your friend's house for the whole afternoon. Another thing I miss is like Saturday morning cartoons. Mm. Mm. It was like a four hour block yeah. of quality cartoons every Saturday. And you knew the cartoons was over when Soul Train came on. <laughs> <laughs> Who was watching Soul Train in the house, huh? <laughs> nah, I wasn't. I just knew <laughs> I'm asking you who was? Nobody. Just when Nobody. Came on, you knew it was time to go. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go outside and play go do something <laughs> oh man what was some of your favorite Sunday morning cartoons bro shoot I gotta go with um damn man there was like so many I gotta go with X-Men mm. um they used to have Animaniacs uh back in the days they used to have like Sonic the Hedgehog oh, that's the one right there okay yeah. So you so you brought up your you you know just going to your friend's house and and dropping the bike in the front yard and just going and chilling with your friends. So who was one of your childhood? Who was your childhood best friend? Who was my childhood best friend? Yeah, like when you think of back um, in the days and friendship, who's the first person that comes to your mind? Damn. Yeah, I'm looking up to the heavens right now. <laughs> you ain't have no best friends as a child, huh? <laughs> nah, it was like a group of us. Alright, so who name one or two from the group? Give your your childhood best friends a shout-out, huh? Uh let's see. I'ma go with I'm gonna go with Joey and Pierre. Oh, okay. Joey and Pierre. Shout out to Joey and Pierre. Alright, are you still in contact with any of them? Do you still Nah, I kind of fell off. It's like one of those things where, like, once you like stop being together in school, like that was the whole that that was what was holding the friendship together. Yeah, it, it happens. It definitely happens. Right. All right. So, so what's your question for me and Eric, bro? Um, I'm gonna go with what's the what's one one memory from like back in the day that you would like modernize today. What memory from back in the days would I modernize today? Yeah, like what what type of what what memory would you want to bring back, like for like the modern era for like twenty twenty? Like if we could take something from nineteen ninety five and bring it to twenty twenty, what would it be? Hmm. Now, do I have to bring it as an adult, or can I go bring it in as if I was a kid again? Yeah, it's like you was a kid again. Oh, okay. Well, that's easy. I would bring back what me and my friends used to play around my block. We used to play stoop ball. And nobody plays stoop ball anymore. 
but we used to play stoop ball in the park across the street from my house. And it started with about two or three of us. Rest in peace to my man, Jamie. Uh, my man, Jamal. My cousin, Dre. And uh, it started with a couple of us. And, you know, back in the days and still to this day, not as much as back in the day, but basketball, super popular in the neighborhood. But I'm not going to lie to you, Hev. It was about about four or five summers where our stoop ball court was almost as packed as the basketball court. I'm not lying to you. And it was a game where you just hit, uh, you get like a handball and you hit off the stoop and you accumulate points. It was kind of like baseball, but with no equipment. <laughs> broke baseball. Yeah, it was broke baseball. <laughs> but it was like fun. Baseball? We used to make belts and have tag team champions and U.S. champions and heavyweight and tournaments. So if I could modernize anything from when I was a child, that would be the one thing because it brought so many of us together. We had so much fun. It was a lot of unity from all the different blocks. We had adults out there playing. It was just a great time. So so that would be my answer. What about you, Eric? Um, The one thing... I would bring back, we used to play uh, Manhunt, and we would play Manhunt all over the block. It was like a advanced version of Tag, and we just play Manhunt, but me and my friends were perverts, so we would get the girls to play, <laughs> and it was basically, all right, we're going to try to Manhunt a girl. Oh, boy. <laughs> get that girl Be careful now. Rear off and... <laughs> And do whatever. What? what so, do whatever? Whatever she gonna <laughs> let you do. Oh, Lord. But, yeah, we, we <laughs> like, yo, bro, we gotta play Manhunt. Let's go get all the girls down the block to play. And we we explain the game loosely. All right, so this is basically what's gonna happen. <laughs> we go hide. And y'all hide. We gonna find y'all. And then... Did y'all explain yeah. what y'all what happens once they get found? No. Or was that the loose part <laughs> yeah, of the story? Yeah, that was the loosely based part. <laughs> so that's what I would bring back. If I, if the kid version of me would definitely want to bring that back. So like that was one of my funnest memories I ever had when I was a kid, man. It was it was super fun. Yeah, we used to we used to call it uh, we used to play it. It was called Freaky Friday at my school on Freaky Fridays, and we would play uh, Catch and Kiss. Yeah, we played that too. <laughs> I remember at y'all one point. Like not, go ahead, Hev. Y'all not letting y'all not letting women consent in none of these things, are y'all? We need to bring that back. We let them consent. Well, if they agreed to play, it was consent, but. It, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, Eric. If they consent, all bets are off. I mean, if it's consensual. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it's, the rules was a lot different back in the day, but it's, I still, I wasn't no, you know, hey, I'm forcing you down. It's just, yo, we out here playing. And she like you. Oh, yeah, I go along. Yeah, I know. But I, yeah, you know. Just good, clean fun. Yeah, good old, clean, young, perverted fun. That's all, <laughs> <laughs> That's all that was. Have what? What was some of your memories like? What was like a a catch and kiss type game you ever played? You ever played any games like that? You ever had like it was a, like a it was like a the G rated version of like spin the bottle, where like you go in the closet. Oh yeah, G rated. You gotta kiss a girl. The, well, cause we didn't like have a beer bottle and shit. <laughs> what What was y'all spitting? Pencil. Uh, like 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 ruby or something like that. Oh, okay. So it's just it's just <laughs> literally spin the bottle. It don't necessarily have to be a beer bottle. <laughs> and it ain't G rated if you go in the closet with a girl. Spin the bottle, you out. What you did closet. in that closet, Hev? Uh huh. Talking about me. <laughs> Hev, what you did in that closet, bro? Only God knows what happened in that closet. Was it dark that's in that closet? Me and her. Huh? Wow. It was. it was. It was a lot of jackets. Wait a minute. Did you stuff. say that's between you and her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's between me and her. Yo, this was like 30 years ago. Wow. Hell. Damn. I, I didn't. I wasn't even spinning the bottle when I was two years old. Oh, my bad. I mean, I forgot you that much younger <laughs> than me. I'm sorry. I'm old. This was like 25 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> when you, what, t- what age you started spinning that bottle, hell? Huh? 
<laughs> like 13, 14? Started like kind of late. Oh, you a late <laughs> You a late bloomer, huh? You supposed to have been spitting that bottle at 14. You supposed to have been sticking the tip in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. At I'm least scared. in Harlem, in Harlem, that's what we was doing. I don't know what they was doing on the island. Harlem, you start quick. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I'm just playing. Damn, with you. I'm just playing with you. Have I'm just playing. Trying to have you. a childhood still. Yeah, it, it's nothing wrong with not sticking the tip in at 14. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, back in the days, it was just uh, it was just a different, different energy. You know, I think back in the days, people truly looked forward to the summertime more and for a lot of different reasons. When you think about like the cookouts and the block parties and the water fights and uh, just uh, getting up and going to the pool. And, you know, it just seemed like that energy in that era is gone now. Like even... When the summertime hit, people are still on their phones. People are still in the house playing video games online. Nothing really can detach you away from these screens. But in the summertime, you couldn't wait to just not be in the house. Like, that was so important to just, all right, let's just wake up, go out, ride our bikes, skateboard, Mm -hmm. roller skate, play tag, go to the pool, uh, just do anything, just anything to be out of the house because throughout the whole, throughout the whole winter, you kind of like stuck in the house. So what are some of your fondest memories, Eric, of just summertime growing up? My, my fondest memories was I, I used to go to the pool every summer, but I didn't get into the water till I was like 12 because I was so scared of drowning. And I'm like, yeah, I know, I know I'm taller than three feet. I know that for a fact, but I was just so scared until one day, of course, being a pervert, this girl was like, come on, Eric, get in the water. I'm like, I don't know about this. And she's like, just come on, get in. I'm like, all right. And I got in and I was like, I knew in my mind, I was taller than the water. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is kind of fun. I'm not going to drown or die. And we just splashing and splashing and just going to the pool was just like the signature thing in the summer that and you know everybody is going to be outside like going outside going outside is completely different from going outside now yeah like because even when you outside now people are still on their phones yeah it's like people on their phone and back in the day where I lived, it was a close-knit community. Everybody knew everybody. So it just depends on how close you were to everybody you knew. So when you outside, everybody outside. And everybody is just having good old-fashioned fun. <clears throat> it's not stunting fun. It's not, oh, I'm going on a trip, I'm taking 50 pictures. Oh, I'm doing, it's just good, wholesome Kick the can, red light, green light, one, two, three, basketball, stoop ball, manhunt, tag, freeze tag. It's just pure, unadulterated fun. And in the summertime, you did it throughout the rest of the seasons, but the summertime is at its apex. So you can't, you can't escape it. Like it, it was just. If you was outside. The world is your oyster. Yeah, it's you, just if like, you was outside, you had something to do, and it was guaranteed to be fun and entertaining. The, like, the whole world is your oyster, yo. You couldn't, like, not have fun. You have to try to not have fun. Like, it's impossible. So you're going <laughs> to have a time of your life. Once June 29th hit, you out of school, they open the pool. You, it's, it's, it's untouchable. You can't describe it, how much fun you had. Um, Hev, let me ask you a uh, let me ask you a question real quick. Tell me some of the songs that remind you of back in the day in the summertime. Damn, well, I mean, I'm gonna go with a obvious classic, "Summertime" by Will Smith. That's that's <laughs> like, obvious classic. Like, that's just a staple, like and like 
what I like to call summertime barbecue music. The, it was just songs that people only played when, like, something was cooking. Like, and you knew the food was going to be good. Mm. Like, Gordo. like, for me. Uh-huh. Like, when they would play, like, Suavemente or something like Uh-oh. that. <laughs> have knew hold that. On, hold on, have, let me ask you a question. Let me see how legendary this song is. You know, um, you called and told me that you wanted to leave. Have don't know that song. it seems that you don't want to leave me. Have is looking up into the heavens right now. (laughs) That's only the black barbecue. I think Eric probably doing a very bad rendition of it right now. No, he did a somewhat decent though. rendition, but you don't know it. I, I know <laughs> you. You, I, you might have to hear the real song to you maybe might, know it, but I think I, I think that song is legendary enough. Have even known it, but that song is a legendary. That is a legendary. Um, uh, back in the days, summertime That's song. That cookout. Song. Um, one of the songs I remember in the summertime when I was young. Definitely, uh, it takes two to make a thing go right. That was definitely, oh, a, yeah, that was definitely a summertime <laughs> song. Doodle Brown, um, I mean, Doodle Jeez. Brown was a all every right. all year song, but them spandex, it hit different. Woo! Them that... spandex hit different when Doodle Brown came on back in the days Jeez. when girls used to start wearing those spandex with that neon color stripe down the side. Lord have mercy. Jesus. Oh man, that you was that was a great time to be alive. Great pregnant? time to be alive. But remember the time by Michael Jackson. I remember mm. for one summer, that was the only song that played and every girl during every cookout or every block party or every mm. dome would do a dance rendition of Remember the Times and those are just some of the um, songs that I remember from back in the days. When I got a little older, the Mace Puff Daddy 112. Oh, yeah. That's that the, was a summertime that was anthem. A yeah, that was definitely a summertime anthem for sure. That was the super <clears throat> summertime anthem back in the day, man. All right. So, Jesus. so my question, my question to the both of you, what are some of the biggest differences from back in the day compared to now in a positive and in a negative way. So let's name a couple positives that are better now and a couple of uh, negatives that we wish would be reconvened in the 2010s and above. Have you go first, bro. Let's compare... Back in the day to now, what's something that, what's the biggest differences that you see in the world, in your neighborhood, and even within yourself? Uh, one thing I would say is uh, just how like, like if you go back, if you go back in a day, like the funniest times you ever had were the times that weren't planned. Like you only had to be like, yo, meet me at meet me at the beach next Saturday at one o'clock in the afternoon and nobody would have to call you or do anything. Like you would just show up at one o'clock next Saturday and everybody would be there. Like that people are missing like the spontaneity of like of going outside and how like not every single detail has to be planned where some people might ask, well, what are we going to go do at the beach? It doesn't matter. Like, you just go and, like, you're going to get into something. Like, the beach, like, something always leads to something else, especially, like, New York in the summer. Like, I will say that, that New York in the summer is not like any other place in the world. That's that's very true. <laughs> what are so some of the other People are missing the spontaneity of everything. Okay. I think that... uh some of the biggest differences from back in the day to now, like Eric said, now there's no more sense of community, you know, and back in the days, kids actually were kids, you know, out playing, having fun, you know, growing up in Harlem, you did care about what you were wearing and how you looked, but not to the point where you couldn't go out and have a good time and run around and play and get dirty and, you know, 
fall and scrape your knees up, brush yourself off and get back up and keep playing. You know, so I think the biggest differences from back in the day to now is the fact that now everybody is trying to be literally picture perfect. Because everything, Mm. everything is, is recorded. Everything, yeah, everything is documented. So you have to stay in character the whole time. And like you said, have the funnest times is when you when you just doing whatever you want to do. Like you're not thinking about how am I going to look in this picture? Who's taking the video? What angle am I getting the video taken at? What am I going to be wearing? You know, like just having a good time completely free of any expectation, any uh, opinions that people are going to have, knowing that nobody but your friends are going to see this. You know, like there is not, it's not going to live on forever. And those are the ones that are at least going to care how you look if they're your friends. Right. Because they're going to be right along with you. You know, like no one's going to care. Everyone's just going to have a good time and enjoy themselves. So I think the fact that everything is documented now compared to back in the days, that just changes the essence of everything. It just changes the essence, you know, because everybody is worried about how they're going to look and how they're going to be portrayed going forward instead of just having a good time, enjoying your friends, enjoying your family and putting your phone to the side. Back in the days, there was no phone, you know, but now you can still have a good time, but everybody's so busy on a phone that you can't really have a good time. So to me, I think that's the biggest difference. What you think, Everett? Um, I think the communities are not the same. I don't know, like, the exact uh, year or pinpoint, like, put a pin in it, but it has affected the way children are. Children are somewhat of, like, many adults now. They watch themselves. Media watches them. Uh, It's not the community anymore, and that comes from the parents saying, nobody don't do nothing with my kid. When I was younger, almost, literally almost anyone could discipline me. Literally anyone. So I <laughs> didn't really do much. I, I, was, I wasn't really bad because I knew I got everybody watching me and they could fuck me up for the most part. Like, I know they're not going to, it's not abuse. <laughs> but yo, if I'm acting up on the corner, one of the dudes from the corner, they going to grab me. What the hell are you doing? Send me in the house or... Punch me and I, it's like I had several disciplinarians. So it's like, I, I gotta, you know, it's only a, a limit to how far I can get. And I feel like that has really, really messed up uh, the community. Like, it's no, everybody is for, if it ain't about me and mine, I don't care. And I get it, but that's the wrong way to kind of look at it, right? Because you're gonna end up messing up. The community, like the community is gone now. Yeah, the communities are gone like, now. Like it's, it's just me <laughs> and mine and barely even yours. Like it's just kind of me, me, me. And that has really messed up communities. And, you know, I wish we could bring that part back where it's like, yo, I'm not your parent, but you know, I'm watching and you better not act up in front of me because that's only going to make for a better future. I feel like. Um, or the flip side of that of instead of them disciplining you, they might be standing behind you at the at the grocery store and see that you don't have two dollars and they'll give you five dollars to make sure you're able to get everything that you want. It's a it's a good and a disciplining you is one thing, too. But they would also help you out, you know, like, oh, I'll you know, I'll buy I'll buy his sandwich. Don't worry about that. Like it was that's how close it was. Yeah. Back in the days where, you know, somebody would reach in their pocket and if you were a child, look, I'm about all these sandwiches. Just give them whatever they want. Yeah. You know, I remember that happening when I was growing up, you know, and also growing up in Harlem. I remember a lot of the bas- a lot of the businesses being owned by black people. So that also created a more sense of of community and unity because those people that owned the businesses also lived in the neighborhood. So they were a part of the community, but they was also servicing the community. 
So you wouldn't go into Mr. Lloyd's or you wouldn't go into Dots and act a fool the way you see on social media, people jumping over the counter and, and throwing all the chips and grabbing stuff. And You're not going to do that to Mr. Lloyd's. Mr. Lloyd's was a supermarket, the meat market from back in the day. You're not going to do that to Mr. Lloyd because that's Mr. Lloyd. Like somebody going to really come and do something to you if you do that to Mr. Lloyd because he in the community. You got to see him, you know. So now there's so many people that are outside of our communities that come into our communities and make up all the businesses that there's an automatic divide right there. You know, you see a lot of Chinese restaurants. You see a lot of Arab people with the stores on the corners and God bless them. You know, America is the is the is, is a great opportunity for them to come and start their businesses or whatever. But back in the days, it wasn't like that. It was our people in our neighborhoods. So that also helped, you know, my aunt used to send me to the store and I didn't even have to have no money. She had a tab. <clears throat> Little things like that really helped, you know, to diversify everything. Even the, <laughs> even the drug dealers is different. Like I knew like at a certain age, I knew what was happening, but even they would look out for me like. I didn't really have to, I didn't, it's so crazy. I didn't have a curfew. Like my grandma never really told me to come in the house at a specific time. Like on school nights, she like, well, you know, it's reasonable, but she didn't really tell me cause she knew everybody, everybody, drug dealers included was looking out for me. So it's like, you know, it's just a different time. Everybody only cares about themselves. What she's going to say, have. No, nah, I was going to say, like, even, like, back in the day, like you said, like, like, some people were just, like, they were protective. Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't put little kids in, in danger of, like, you know, drug, like, even back in the day, like, people who, like, were just selling drugs to survive had a code of ethics. Like, yeah, like, nah, I'm not going to put little Eric in this situation. Like, I'm protecting him from this because he's not ready for this shit yet. Yeah. Like, now it's like, oh, you ate, it's time for you, like. Nah, it's not. It's not like that anymore. Like no one is protected anymore. Like, like before, if like you were like some kind of athlete, like you were up and coming, or like you wouldn't get touched because they looked at you like the future of the neighborhood. They looked at you like a pillar, like somebody that yeah they respected. And now it's like ah, he's a rapper or whatever. It don't matter. Like, or he's a basketball player. It don't matter. Like he can right. get the smoke too. Right, because it's it's. I think because of social media, it's easier for the, to want to tear people down. Because with so many pretending like they made it, they don't really want to see somebody really make it. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's it's more it, it it's more of a reason to tear people down than to try to build them up. Because we living in such a selfish world that you're not really happy to see other people succeed. You know, when actuality, if you see somebody else succeeding, you should try to pull motivation from that and follow in their footsteps in some way. You may not be a great athlete. You might be a great songwriter. You might be a great, uh, you might be able to draw very well, you know, but. Yeah, it was just looked at like if, if you had some sort of feature out the hood or like out your neighborhood. Like, you were looked after. Like, nah, don't mess with him. Like, he's trying to do something. Yeah, you're you right. Absolutely right. So let me ask... Let me, oh, wait a minute. Eric, what was your question for me and Hev? Um, what's <clears throat> your favorite... Uh, Kev kind of already asked that. I was going to say, like, your favorite back-in-the-day activities. Like, top three favorite back-in-the-day activities. In order. Like Top three favorite back in the day activities? Yeah. Like, yo, know, when, you know, back in the day, it could be any time, any season. Because I got a favorite one that's actually winter time. All right. Um, y'all want to go around the table? Yeah. All right. So you go first, Eric. All right. So now you want to go ahead? Uh, I just had a question about your question. Is this like, so we were talking about summer. Time related stuff. We talking about like summertime related stuff. No, we just talking about back, back, in, the back days. in the day. Anything, anything from anything, back in the day. Anything right. back in the day. All right, so. All right, I got it. You want to go first, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna say 
like family sleepovers like when you have all your cousins together and like y'all would just sleep over and like have like pizza parties and stuff and like just stay up and watch you ain't never movies. told no lie have that's true bro i used to love spending yeah. the night yeah, like the night. <laughs> it was just like, something so special different. about spending the night or having someone spend the night yeah. and it's different when it's your cousin and it's like if it's your friends like sometimes your cousin be your best friend and like i just remember like back in the day like we watching like uh like i watched my cousin play super nintendo like trying to beat a level that I've been trying to beat for like weeks. He'd be like in a, in a minute. I'm like, damn, man. Like, <laughs> have he put you to shame, bro? Yeah, he did. <laughs> I used to do, I used to go he through the same thing with night. my cousin Steven. That's crazy. Yeah. What you got, though? Um, uh, back in the day activity. Man, I used to love to go in the winter time. We've been stuck on the summer. Now let me get to dear winter. We used to go and play three on three football anytime it snowed. In the winter time, it would snow. The first thing we would think about is either going up on the mountain with some cardboard. That was mine. Right and there. sliding down and <laughs> flying off the wall and having fun. Just we didn't have no real sleds, so we made sleds out of cardboard. But um, if we wasn't doing that, we would go play football in the street. We would play three-on-three football yeah. out in the snow. And, man, that was just some of the funnest. Like, we would it, we would be out there maybe about 20, 20 deep. Everybody team up into teams of threes. You have one quarterback, two wide receivers. And we would be playing on 148th Street between 8th Avenue and Bradhurst. Lord have mercy. How much fun we used to have. Playing three on three football, like that's something that from back in the days I used to love to do because I wasn't really into sports, so I couldn't. I, I never really never played basketball. I was terrible at basketball, and I wasn't great at football, but I was good enough to have fun. <laughs> so, and then when I played, I started to get better. So that would be my thing from back in the day. Top three activity from back in the days. I'm trying to steer away from summer, so. Winter football, when it would snow, especially when it would snow, was super fun. What about you, Eric? That was mine when you on the mountain. It used to snow. I didn't realize, like, now that I'm grown, like, my old block, it is a marvel. It's a park. It got a mountain. Pool. Like, it's, a, it's everything around my baseball old block. Court. It's a, yeah, baseball court. I mean, baseball field, basketball best, court, basketball handball court, court. Handball, tennis court. No, it's not tennis, but it's a handball joint. Sprinklers. Everything. They had everything, man, where I used to live. And yeah, it's we like, didn't appreciate that as well. Yeah, we did not. And you could, like, literally slide down the mountain, and one day, this is that storm. I think it was 96, and it had snowed. It was, like, six feet of snow. Like, it was heavy. And we was out there. I had no jacket on. I had like a lumberjack shirt. We was out there like four hours just sliding down that mountain. And we flew off the wall one time. <laughs> and I thought we about to die. Like, ah, we about to die. We flew up. We just landed in mad snow. And Poof. we just started laughing, yo. My friend, my friend Edge is a notorious old man. Even he had fun and was laughing. Like, <laughs> like yo. One of the greatest things ever. That's my that's my one thing, my one of my top threes right there. Alright, what what's your what's your second one, Hev? Uh my second one gotta be uh, let me see. I'm trying to think of a winter one. Uh, oh, I know we used to do like a like back in the day we used to do like a like a Christmas theme movie marathon. Mm. And like mm. we would all get together and like have like a pajama party and like we would all like watch like like the first two home alones and like we'd watch like <laughs> like old like spanish movies and stuff like it was cool okay um another thing that i used to love to do from back in the day um i got a good one and this doesn't happen as much now but when i was young Back in the days, have one of the funnest things to do. Summertime, especially, because that's when it, that's when that love was in the air. Is when you would get up on the phone 
and Jones with your new girlfriend all <laughs> night long. I mean, y'all just on the phone, Jones, and just, no, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, what are we going to do tomorrow? When am I going to see? Like, that was that young puppy love that give you butterflies, that innocence, <clears throat> that I just cannot wait to see her. Not, I can't wait to see whoever. I can't wait to see her. And when she would turn that corner and come walking down your block or knock on your door or ring your bell, it was just like so special. It was so fun. It was so um, exciting, you know? And it wasn't no texting. It wasn't no dating apps. It wasn't no social media. It was just you and her. And when you found that right one, you would just be on the phone with her all the... I mean, I'm pretty sure you could relate, Hev. <laughs> you would just be on the phone with her all the time. But it was different because you were young. And that young love hit different. Because you don't know the peril you're getting into. <laughs> Yeah, you don't know. You just un you just see it as oh, this is just so wonderful. You just floating on cloud nine. So that's something that can still happen in this day and age. But as you get older, you gotta work. You gotta go to sleep. You gotta get up in the morning. You know, some people have kids, so you don't have time on your hands to just stay on the phone all day and all night. But back in the day. I remember my aunt B, God bless her soul, said, Toby, if you don't get your ass off that phone, somebody might be trying to call. And I'm like, all right, all right I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> call me back in about a half an hour, all right? My aunt got to use the phone. I'm talking about before caller ID, when you ain't know who was calling. Mm. So that's definitely one of mine, all right? So what's your second one, Eric? Um, My second one is going to the carnival. Ooh. When I... <laughs> Going to the carnival. Oh, you just knocked man. it out the park. I um, I never like I my first time going to the carnival. Like I didn't know what the hell to expect. I'm like, all right, it was Easter, <laughs> fresh, and it's like you see these rides. I'm like, I don't know if I'm getting on these rides, man. But I always hung out with people who's older than me, so I was with Toby. Like, you gotta get on this ride. I'm like, I don't know. I was dumb scared, and we got on this ride. And after that first carnival, I was hooked, man. Like, carnivals, just going there and seeing. And New York carnival is not like the joints you see on TV where they got mad funnels, cakes, and snacks. Nah, it's just one little snack joint, but everything is rides. Damn. Yeah, ain't no food heaven. <laughs> Have upset. Wait a minute, no, no snacks? <laughs> yeah, no food heaven. It's not, it's not a lot of food, Have You get hot dogs there and the cotton candy. And that's it. That Maybe was a it. Popcorn joint, and that's it. Hell, like, wait a minute. No, no food? No shish kebabs? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that carnival was something to behold. When you said no food, that hit hey, yo, having damn, the stomach. What? Hey, yo. This is Harlem? Every place don't gotta have food. <laughs> what kind of Harlem did y'all live in? <laughs> nah, I I I uh I uh concur with Eric. Those Eric, carnivals used to be super fun. And in actuality, going to the carnival, taking Eric to the carnival was the first Eric I mean, I've spoken to Eric about this, but he didn't know it at the moment. But Taking Eric to the carnival was actually the first step of me and him actually becoming close. Because my aunt was like, Toby, you got to take Eric to the carnival. I'm like, I don't want to take him to the carnival. He too little. He ain't going to want to get on nothing. And then I'm not going to be able to get on nothing. So then she was like, well. Wait, Eric you... was little? Yeah, he was. He was little. <laughs> little sugar, sugar. I was a little fat. Like, I was. <laughs> little, little. He was really little and mushy back then. But, um. We went and we had, we had, I had a, such a good time with him. So from that point going forward, I didn't mind him coming somewhere with us. So from that point, like it was like, all right, come on, Eric, let's go. And we go to movies or we go to uh, 161st over there by Yankee Stadium to the carnival or to Concourse the movies, <laughs> Grand, Course, uh, Grand Concourse Plaza. So that was actually the first step of me and Eric actually becoming close and becoming friends because i see he had such a good time and he wasn't a wuss 
So he actually got on the rise. I said, all right, Eric, I can rock with you. I was scared to death. I did not want to get on that. I had to trick him a couple of times. I was scared to death, yo. I'm like, nah, I don't know about this joint. I have. So what's number three? What's number three for you, bro? Last but not least. Yeah, last but not least. I would have to say um, road trips with my family. Mm. Like in the summer, we were like, my dad would take us all out and like we would drive somewhere. We would never know where. Like my dad was like really spontaneous. He's like, yeah, we're going to go see some family. That mystery and, trip. Like, yeah. <laughs> the family would be like in Maryland. <laughs> in Maryland. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> Like, three hours in, we all be like, yo, where are we going? Like, <laughs> Dad, where the hell? <laughs> and, like, I feel like my dad would be lost, but he would never admit it. He's like, I know where we are. I know where we are. <laughs> this is pre-GPS. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you actually and, really like, had we... to know where you was going <laughs> or know how to read a map. Yeah, that's crazy. How do old people get around, yo? <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> Yeah. Like, how the hell did old people get around with no GPS? <laughs> All right. Um, number three yeah. for me. Yo, what would my back in the days be without my back in the days friends? You know, like your friends as an adult, as adults, is different from your back in the days friends, because as adults, you're not mischievous. You're not finding things to get into. You just, you know what you're trying to get into. It's just, do you have access to do it? <laughs> but you're back in the days, friends, when you're growing up. Y'all don't have no rhyme or no reason. Y'all just need to be around each other. And once y'all are around each other, then it's just, you're going to find things to do. Y'all <laughs> might just start, you might play some Nintendo. You might go and, you know, chase after some girls. You might go up to go to Willy Burgers and get some food. You might just go take a walk in the park. You might sit on the park side and rap. You might go play uh, Unos. You might play Spades. You might just go get all y'all, get y'all bikes and just go riding all night and till about 12 midnight. Y'all, it's just my best friends back in the days, Jamie, Mike, my man P.E., my man Dre. Like, we would just need to be together. And once we was together, it was never a boring moment. We always had something to do. Yeah. Whether we planned it, whether we knew it, once we were together, you just had something to do. You just genuinely enjoyed each other's company. And that is something that's so sorely missed now because it seems like now people are friends due to circumstance. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it could take one little thing. And the friendship is over. You know, like it's over. Something so monotonous, something so minuscule could destroy a friendship. But back in the days, you know, like me and P.E., me and Mike, me and Dre, me and Eric, all of us, me and AJ, we all still friends. Like it hasn't changed. We don't spend as much time together, but we all know it's all love and it's always going to be friendship. I think that that type of friendship now, I think people stop being friends with each other over a game of Madden. Hey, yo. <laughs> over anything. You, over a game yeah. of 2K. Like you know? So I just think that back in the day's friendship was just, I don't know what I would have did without it. Because those were my brothers. Hand me down clothes. My my right. cousin Mike, I'm not ashamed to say it. My cousin Mike used to give me clothes all the time, and when he would give me his clothes, I thought I it was the I was the freshest, like I felt even more fresh because he was giving it to giving me the clothes. You know that meant a lot to me. So just that back in the day friendship, that true friendship, when y'all young and y'all grow up together, even if y'all can't spend time with each other as y'all get older. It's still that same friendship. So that's definitely number three for me. What about um, you, Eric? Last but not least. Going going to Connecticut. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> yes. Like, I used to always, like, I'm a grandma's boy, yo. Like, I hated being away from my grandma's unless it was to go to Connecticut. Like, I used to get to see my family. I got a very, very small family here in New York. 
and you know it was a, a a few of us but when i got to go to connecticut though man it was like a whole new world and i'm just like seeing them and they got that funny accent even though they still from new york it sounds down southish a little bit <laughs> it was just it was just a cool thing man like just to 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 see them and see how they operate and like, yo, this is my family. I used to say, yeah, you know, I got a house in Connecticut like it was mine. I'm like, yeah, you know, I got my other house in Connecticut. He's like, yo, you got another house in Connecticut? Yeah. My family, my Aunt Mary Lou, it's my house. <laughs> yeah, like, I used to love going to Connecticut. So that's my, that's my third joint right there. All right. So, Hev, I got, I got another question for all of us, but I'm, I'm going to ask you first, all right? This is going to be, right. uh, this is going to be, a good question for you because this is right up your alley mm. all right what's your right. what's your if you at the barbecue have you got five things <laughs> listen to me have you got five things to put on your your paper plate what are the five food items from back in the days we talking about at the cookout at the barbecue what are the five things that definitely have to be on your plate. Back in the days, barbecue foods. Back in the days, barbecue foods. Yeah, anything mm. when it's a cookout, a grill, a gathering, family, friends. You got <laughs> only five things. Have only five. You got to put it to three. Three? Three. Okay. Five, five, is, five is. Five is more than enough. Oh, All right. Okay, let's go to three. You only got three, three things you putting on the plate, Have. What's your three, bro? Mm. Barbecue food. Don't start mm. naming stuff that ain't barbecue food. Mm. Don't name spaghetti. <laughs> I like that grilled spaghetti. I'm gonna go with. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Um, definitely. I mean, are we talking about a regular barbecue or like whatever, barbecue? whatever it's barbecue, whatever barbecue you went to when you was young? It don't have to be traditional hamburgers, hot dogs, whatever was on your plate. Whatever you made sure, whatever mm. your family was cooking, and whatever you made sure was on your plate. All right, so I'm gonna definitely go with rice. And did that rice have some um, beans in it? Have nah, this rice don't have beans in it. Oh, it's okay. like um, like dirty rice con gandules. Explain that to mm -hmm. us. Explain that. What is that? It's like uh like green beans almost. Yeah, I just asked you do it have beans in it. You said no. Well it's not It's not the explain. Okay. It's like it's like, like All right, go ahead and finish. Spanish. All right, go ahead. I know what it is, huh? <laughs> I'm asking him to put me on, he ain't even explain it to me. I'm still in the dark. It's hard for Spanish people to explain it. It's hard for Spanish people to explain picture, Spanish food. Really picture like black eyed peas. It's the small, small. Like when you say beans, they thinking of the plump beans. Black oh, beans. I know what you're talking about. The little, the little tiny little small green beans. Yeah, I said green beans. <laughs> right. I asked you, was it beans? You said no, Hev. Don't make it seem like I'm the crazy one. You said no. It's recorded. <laughs> but go ahead, beans. finish. All right. Is it a pea? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. What's your it's, What's your next two? Green is green. There you go. That's the word. Green peas, not yeah, green beans. Pea. Okay. So when they say rose bowl there you gandula, go. The gandula's part is when you put the peas into the rice. Okay. I just wanted to be educated. Have <laughs> I thought you would be willing to help me? Go ahead. What's your next two? <laughs> it's always hard for Spanish people to explain that in English form. I don't know why. <laughs> go ahead, have. Because we have never said it in English. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so serious. <laughs> um, next thing I'm uh, I you know the next two things will be two meats. So mm -hmm. go ahead. <laughs> well, you gotta have something with the rice, right? <laughs> it's not like some places leave you high and dry. Wow. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Leave that nice Spanish place alone. Huh? <laughs> go ahead. And then I'm gonna go with um, some type of like. Some type of bread. So usually this is like a either. <laughs> hold like up, wait a minute, wait up, hold up. You got rice, bread, and then 
a, a meat that's definitely gonna be on your plate. That's it. Yes. You picking bread as rice. one of your three? You gonna have rice, a hamburger bun, and steak. <laughs> Yo, have. I'm letting you know right now, bro. You starting to get mad basic in your, your old age, your barbecue, bro. Your barbecue plate is garbage, bro. Your barbecue plate is trash, man. What is the meat? You said rice, bread, and what's the meat, have? Let's get up. Let's get your plate over with right now, bro. And steak. <laughs> what kind of bread, have? A biscuit, cornbread, rolls, hot dog buns. Hamburger bun. <laughs> some type of bread. You mean a hamburger bun? What's, what's your meat have? No, it's not that basic. It's not no hamburger bread. What is it then? You don't like cornbread. Uh, like, I say like home. Yeah, I love cornbread. We don't. kind of say what kind of like cornbread. Half turn black. I love cornbread. Who the hell don't love no cornbread? I don't like cornbread. There go that black that black woman living in heaven. Alright, what what's your meat? Wait a minute, what's the bread? Usually it's like um It's like a like a hero type of bread. Oh, okay. It's so like you just want a, a plain old So you gotta have a, a hunky heap of like rice a, and a big ass hero bread? They want the long bread. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna need six pounds of meat to even this meal up, have. What's the meat? Yeah. Yeah. Hev is already expecting six pounds of meat at the barbecue. <laughs> like nobody else going to eat. <laughs> oh Go ahead, Hev. To... Go ahead, Hev. What's your meat, bro? My, um... <laughs> um, so usually it's like two. No, you only got one. You, you only got, got one, one item meat. left, Hev. You chose to go with the long bread. You should have left the bread off the list. <laughs> You need the bread though. You what you gonna make a rice uh, meat know? hero? <laughs> so you can't have bread. <laughs> you got two carbs, bro. You got rice and bread. You gonna be El Gordo I'm even Spanish. in your fantasy? I'm Spanish, no. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, go ahead. What's the meat before we run out of time? Um Bernard. <laughs> Go through all that just to get to uh Penil. Penil. <laughs> Explain to the people that don't know what Peniel is. Explain to them what it is, have. It's some people so that don't Penil know. It's just it's pork shoulder and it's the most delicious part of the pig. Okay. Is it roasted? Is it yes. how is roasted? Okay. It's don't refreshing. be so don't yes. be, don't be so aggressive, have. <laughs> Don't be mad at me because you chose to pick a piece of hero bread. Got two cards. Yo, and honorable mention to some cheese. No, but oh yo, my goodness, the meal is garbage, bro. All right, I'm going to my meal now. Have your meal has been disqualified because of that hunking piece of bread? It's in the long bread. The long hero bread. All right, so you at the barbecue? You got your styrofoam plate. You walking up to the grill. Number one thing I gotta have, I gotta have me a nice juicy cheese boiger. That's right off the bat. Not hamburger. I need me a nice juicy cheeseburger. Alright? That's one. Second thing I need to have at the barbecue, I ain't gonna lie to you and I ain't gonna hold you. I need a couple of little barbecue chicken wings, you know, flats or drumsticks, whatever. Not the, not real, you know, the little niblet kinds, little ones. I need a little couple of that, you know, maybe about three or four of those sprinkled on the side of my hamburger. And then to hold it down so I don't want to have a plate full of meat, I'll take a little bit of that well-seasoned potato salad or macaroni salad, one or the other. Some type of potato or macaroni salad, and I'll be good. My plate, I'll be good with that plate until I get a little bit hungry. I'll come back for seconds. So, hamburger, little barbecue chicken niblet wings, flats, whatever you want. And then I'll say a little macaroni salad on the side. That's that's my plate right there. We'll sprinkle a little bit of pepper on that macaroni salad. Make it real nice. What about you, Eric? Well, I was a little fat nigga, so I ate like a grown man. So... <laughs> I'm going mostly meats. I'm going, I need a cheeseburger. 
I need me a hot dog burnt to the crisp. Oh I want. My. I don't want to see no red meat. I want it <laughs> black as the street. I need it burnt. I need it completely burnt. <laughs> you want that bit crispy of, dog. Yeah, I want that joint crispy. You could put it in there with the chocos if you want. I want that. I want to scrape his meat out the chocolate. I want that burnt, the burnt hot dog, and I want the shishki bob. Woo! I need the shishki. The shishki. I need. I need. Yeah, you steak, onion, green pepper, steak, onion, green pepper. That's what I need. need Eric didn't go for no sides, y'all. I need need all mains. (laughs) He sides. Eric went for all straight meat. I need all of this. I'm going all meat. <laughs> I need all the meats. I'm obvious. <laughs> I have the meat. Eric has the meats, y'all. I needed all of that when I was young. <laughs> Eric got that meat plate. I put a little bit of barbecue you... sauce on the hot dog just to bring it back to life. But <laughs> that's about it. All right. That's my plate right there. All right. So to come to a conclusion... What I would say is the things that we're talking about from back in the day, they're still achievable to a certain extent. But as parents or as uncles or as uh, grandparents, we have to learn to instill some of these things into the younger generation. Sometimes you got to pull them up off of the Xbox or off of the PlayStation and say, come on, let's go outside. Maybe you could lead by example because these things are still fun. Yeah. It's not like all of a sudden it's not fun no more. It's just that they haven't discovered it yet. And, and they God. don't have enough people to do it with so it can become fun, you know? Thank God my niece is, is like a, a kid still, man. So, so for, for everybody that's listening, you know, if you over 30... You know, anyone who listens to this podcast, you're over 30, or even if you're 25, you know, you know, instill into the younger people in your life, children in your life, some of those old school, back in the days activities, just to show them that there's a different side of life besides computer, video game, and cell phone. You know, what do you think, Hev? In closing. Yeah, I think that, like, as, like, I think as when we, like, when we go further and further away, like, as time goes by, like, like, the the good old days start getting, like, further and further away. So, like, I think part of the responsibility is you want to give your kids what you you didn't have, but you got to give your kids the stuff that you did have. Good point, Hav. And sometimes you can't buy those things. Like, it goes through, like, experiences. Like, I remember my parents buying me toys, but I remember also spending six hours in the car with my dad, driving through the night, and, like, those were, like, some of the best conversations I ever had. Right. So, like, we got to try and bring that stuff back, too. No doubt. What What about you, Eric? Um. Yeah, like, <clears throat> you got to uh, gotta have a balance. Everything, life is all about balance, so... You got to take the new with the old, but just don't forget about the old so much. It's like 90-10 at this point. We got to even it out at least to 60-40 so we can, you know, show the things that we have fun with. Like last summer, we went to do a lot of outdoor activity with my niece and she loved it. So the kids love it. We just got to do it. Absolutely. She, um... Did she look forward to it in the beginning, or did she had to get coaxed yeah, into that, it? That's the good thing about my niece. She's still a kid, yo. Yeah, she looks forward to she it regardless. She know grown stuff. She know grown stuff, but she will way more prefer kitty stuff, and I love that. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, that's you know, WCIS. We can inspire someone, and you know, that's the <clears throat> that's what we want y'all to take away from this. Everybody can remember back in the days and reminisce and how good it used to be. But don't let, let don't let back in the days stay back in the days. Try to bring it to the present. At least introduce the children to it. And if they don't take to it, at least you tried, all right? I want to thank everybody for listening to our sixth episode of the WCIS podcast. This is your boy Little Fat Mushy Tove. Waterbed hell, say goodbye to the people.
Let everybody take care. Stay safe out there. Bid everybody a fond adieu, Eric. Yo, yo. Take care. People be safe. All right. Stay blessed. Stay beautiful. But most importantly, stay safe. Peace out, everybody.